This is a podcast from Snagerikinovsk for Radio Nova. Happy listening! Welcome back to Snacker Ikenosk. I hope you're having a lovely, lovely afternoon and just chilling and vibing with this autumn weather. Damn, I feel like I feel like I'm sounding like a little guru right now. I hope you feel that too. I hope you feel the love and calmness that I'm spreading to words wherever you are, car, living room, cleaning, vibing. Um, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Oli 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 and you're still listening to Snacker Ikinashk. Yes, sir. And we are talking about war rules. It's such a heavy, heavy subject and I feel like it's something that needs to be spoken about because there is so much happening out in the world. There's so many wars happening. We have the Iraq um, war and Afghanistan. We have Iran. We have Palestine, we have Somali, we have the Ukraine who are still at war. It's just so, so much to, so much is happening in the world. And I feel like people need to understand where the the line is, where the war is all fair in love and war, I guess or that they're just playing dirty and hurting everyone else around them and I didn't know I honestly did not know that we had war rules did you send us a little dm on snakarikinoshk on instagram and tell us did you know there was a rule of war and a lot of them and for a good reason and and if you didn't know then here you are served on a platter. So this is the first one. Protect those who are not fighting, such as civilians, medical personals or aid workers. Intentionally targeting civilians, buildings such as schools or houses and infrastructure in in structure like water sources or sanitation facilities is a war crime. Killing or injuring a person who has surrendered or is no longer be able to fight is also prohibited, as is punishing someone for a act of another person, even a family member has committed. So you cannot go around paying people's dues to other people. So if if I did the crime, I'll do the time. If I do the crime, don't let my mama do the time, okay? So that is simple math. You're your own person. You have your own doings and you need to suffer the consequences of the people around you. Um, attacks should only be directed at military objectives. I am underlining that one. And military targets such as bases and stockpiles should not be placed in or near populated areas. I need to say that for the people in the back, um, targets such as bases and stockpiles should not be placed in or near populated areas. This is such a huge uh, part of the rule to not... Um, put in civilians in within the um, the war. If the expected in 
incidental civilian damage or if an attack is excessive and disappropriate to the acceptance military gain, then the attack legally cannot be carried out. There is one convent, a civilian structure, for example, a school, may become a legitimate target if it if it is being used for specific military operations as a base to launch attacks, for example, um, or a weapon storehouse. So this is the second rule. Prohibit of targets civilians because doing so so is a crime. Parties to a conflict must take all responsible steps to evacuate civilians from areas where they are fighting. In the heat of conflict, such steps can take from form of advice warning or the creation of safe corridors for civilians to leave a B-signed city and for humanitarian workers to deliver aid and services, civilians must never be blocked from fleeing. Do you hear me? Civilians must never be what? Blocked from fleeing. Okay, thank you. This is the third. Protect those who are no longer be able to fight, like an injured soldier or a prisoner. Torture to and other forms of cruel, degrading or ill treatment are expressly prohibited. The lives, rights and dignity of detainees should be preserved. They must be given food and water, protection from violence and allowed to communicate with their families. So this is how they keep in touch with their with a human sight because yes they have done such a bad thing such a horrible horrendous thing and they do need i'm not saying that they do not need to pay for what they've done but they're still human beings they still need food they still need water and talking to their friends and family can help them be rehabilitated i do know norway focuses on rehabilitation more than other countries and we see how well it works that's Statistically speaking, we can argue about that all day, but statistically speaking, we can see how well it has done to our culture and to our little country. Uh, We have the fourth part is recognize the right of civilians to be protected from the dangers of war and receive the help they need. Every possible care must be taken to avoid harming them or their houses or destroying their means of survival, such as water, sources, crops, livestock, etc. So there's so much happening in this. Uh, I've broken them down to four rules in the first part just because there are so many little rules that kind and there's one umbrella term for the rules and you can just get so many little examples from what's happening i hope you guys are reflecting and really digesting what is happening so we have the fifth one mandate that the sick and wounded have a right to be carried for regardless of whose side they're on. The wounded and sick always have a right to be cared for, regardless of what side of the conflict they're on. Medical and aid workers who are on duty in these areas make an effort to be neutral and serve both sides of the conflict. They must therefore be protected by 
all warring party and allowed access to collect and take care of those who were wounded and sick. There is a reason for this because everyone should be taken care of and I cannot believe how hard I can't even think of how hard it would be being a nurse or a doctor or whatever taking care of people who have been severely wounded and most likely being that running out of equipment and thinking on your toes and thinking creatively to take care of these people and also remaining calm and neutral honestly you guys do need a round of applause. This is reminding me of when COVID was happening and we were really reflecting on what was happening and t- thinking about the nurses and doctors who were standing and healthcare takers who were standing in the middle of it, scared, not knowing how aggressive this new COVID is. We've we've learned to live with it now, but thinking like thinking when we were in it, we did not know what it was. It was unsure so it is it takes such a kind of bravery to to do that um if combats combats see a red cross or a red crescent symbol of the national red cross or red crescent societies they should know that that person or place should not be attacked but the rules of law do grant an exception for hospitals as well as other civilian structures in a hospital it's being used for a specific military operations it may become a legitimate target as mentioned earlier in this little show so a little reminder is that it, you cannot target schools homes medical offices etc but if you use it actively within a war then it is fair game we have our sixth rule is uh, specifically that medical workers medical vehicles and hospitals dedicated to humanitarian works cannot be attacked we have the seventh limited limit the weapons and tactics that can be used in war to avoid unnecessary suffering. The tactics and weapons used in war must be proportionate and necessary to achieve the definitive military objective. The use of weapons that are by nature indiscriminated, according to the Geneva Convention, is prohibited. So we are not allowed to use any of those big big weapons and if you've seen Oppenheimer you will understand why because Oppenheimer did create a nuclear bomb and it did cost or it would have cost so many people to suffer and it's just ridiculous how how technology and military operations have just stepped up their game which is not a good thing in this um, context just because of thinking of how many civilians and people who are not in the war is going to get affected. Yes, right there and, and there, but also thinking about the future consequences of that, thinking about the toxins, the PTSD, if you survive, that is a lifelong disease that will not take um, get out of your body so we have the eighth example is especially for habit rape or other forms of sexual violence in the context of armed conflict 
this is a very touchy subject, um, rape, but you can see how well thought through this this um, rules have been made because you can see that they've thought through everything and you cannot rape. This is not talking about killing or torturing. Well, rape is torture, but the, um, I want to say, sore torturing, if you guys have seen the so tan in the cinemas, it's it's invading your privacy. It is it's so much deeper and also not going on a little ramble, but very well thought through and yeah sadly we are concluding and wrapping everything up in a nice little bowl and hopefully you guys have learned something from today so it's not a surprise the reason why i wanted to talk about the war rules and why they were made and what they are because of what is happening in the world lately and we do have the is um, israeli war the israeli and palestinian war we've already ha- we do have a podcast out of this so if you do want to listen to this after this show absolutely do it and have all the rules in mind and kind of think about how this has gone through every single rule we've talked about but here are a little bit of my reflections when it comes to the Israeli and Palestine war reflecting on the subject today so Hamas has committed very bad actions during conflicts like killing innocent people, taking hostages and firing rockets without aiming. And these actions are considered a serious crime during a war, as stated earlier. In an earlier report, it states that Hamas killed 1,400 Israelis and vast majority of them civilians and has taken more than 200 hostages. Hamas fighters also attacked a hospital and its staff in Israeli sorry in Israel killing a paramedic and injuring others there is so much to unpack there and so much history to to even not talk about but again podcast out the israeli military conducted more than 7000 strikes in gaza in the first 19 days of the war according to gaza ministry of health more than 6500 palestinians including civilians and fighters were killed including more than 2000 children in that period as october 23rd Uh, There were 25 incidents of extensive damages to health facilities, some of them more than once. I do know when it started, I think it was a week after, uh, my TikTok and Instagram and even Facebook was warning me to take any children under the age of 16 out of all the applications because... Um, the war was about to start publishing actual um, hostages, videos of hostages. And that is very, very scarring to someone who does not really understand the severity of what is happening and doesn't understand the history of it and just seeing people. And I do know that there are some accounts out there posting brutal pictures of what is happening then and there. There is a big debate of... 
is it ethical is it not ethical and that debate is not something i will take now but i'm just saying it is out there showing the reality and severity of it we have gaza's health infrastructure and its capacity to treat traumatic injuries were weak before the war because of the israel blockage of the impact of the past, uh, past conflicts in this century. Israel's cutoff of electricity and fuel and only partial restoration of water to Gaza, along with damages of airstrikes, has forced co- closure of multiple hospi- hospitals at a time of enormous need, in my view. I don't have a view. Uh, the denial of key utilities to populations amounts to collective punishment, which goes against the war rules. It's not only the Israeli and Palestinian, Palestinian war that is breaking this war rules. We have the Sudan conflict and it is really, really bad. And we do need more media coverage of it. And I hope that this maybe makes you go and Google and be and find out even more about it but starting in 2003 in a religion called Darfur uh, in Sudan the Sudanese government and a group called the Janjaweed worked together they did very bad things during their efforts into control to rebellion this bad things included killing people without a fair trial using sexual violence and hurting people on purpose in 2011 to in two other areas called southern Kordofan and blue nile the sudanese armed uh, forces saf did something similar they used bombs and attacked people on the ground And they did this in a way that killed many civilians, made them leave their homes and destroyed their things. These actions and consideration crimes against humanity and war crimes. We also have the Russian and Ukraine war. I know that... It has been happening for a hot minute, but it's still happening. People are still suffering and very, very short. Russia's war crimes in Ukraine, including killing civilians, raping, taking hostages, torture, bombing, bombing homes and other facilities and civilians, infrastructure and so much more that is happening and that we need to dig dig deep so that is all of my information for today and yeah i just want to remind everyone to to really be kind to everyone and sending my love to everyone who is affected by this and really honestly take care of one another that has been me oli 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 hope you have a great afternoon You've been listening to a podcast from Snakerikinovsk for Radio Nova 89.3.